Pastor Tom's asked me to fill in for this week anyway, and uh, so we're going to just share the Word today. How many of you ready for the Word? Okay, well, don't get too excited now. <laughs> but I want to talk about something that probably been plaguing, well, I know it's been plaguing a lot of people recently, and that's just talking about worries and anxieties. You know, the Word has a lot to say about it, you know, and just, just what John was talking about, you know, with uh, all the things that are going on politically and, of course, the things with health and everything like that, why it's, there's always been worries and anxieties and so forth, but it just seemed like this year's worse than usual. But anyway, I just wanted to share some scriptures today about that. And uh, as I was preparing this, I thought of a story that somebody told me a long time ago about a fellow that was going on his first plane ride. And he was, of course, pretty apprehensive about it and uh, pretty nervous. And he's got to the airport. And, and this was back, for those of you that are old enough to remember this, back when they used to have the kiosk where you could buy flight insurance and, you know, buy a policy. I guess they quit doing that because it made people too nervous, you know, thinking, why do I need an insurance policy to get on an airplane? But anyway, he decided, well, I'll get a policy, you know, and he got a $250,000 policy. He thought, you know, if anything happens, at least my family be well taken care of. And so he had a couple of hours till his flight, and so he decided to go get something to eat, and he went in and ordered a Chinese dinner. And when he got through eating, he got his fortune cookie and opened it up, and it said, a recent investment is going to pay off very quickly. <laughs> Needless to say, he didn't get on the airplane. <laughs> but anyway, you know, there's a lot of things in life that can cause us stress, worry, anxiety. Uh, and yet, Jesus and Paul and the other writers of the New Testament had a lot to say about the, the fact that we're not to be burdened down with all those things. And that we shouldn't be like the rest of the world, be concerned about things. And maybe I shouldn't use the word concerned, but be worried and anxious about things. It doesn't mean that we're not concerned about certain things, not, con you know, that we ignore things going on in the world, ignore things in politics or whatnot, ignore the, the fact there's a pandemic going on, but not to be worried and, and anxious about it, laying awake at night wondering about things that are going to happen. Because most of the things we worry about are things that we don't have any control over anyway. And all it does is just wear us down, make us sick and 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 make us unproductive. I read a few quotes, or well, one quote here by Max Lucado. He said, anxiety is a low-grade fear, an edginess, a dread, a cold wind that won't stop howling. It's not so much a storm as the certainty that one is coming, always coming. Sunny days are just an interlude. You can't relax, can't let your guard down. All peace is temporary, short term. Have you ever felt that way? Just like I say, you can't sleep at night, you're worried about it. I've been through those times. 
Even when things are going good, you're worrying about what's coming next. What's going to happen tomorrow? Like I say, things that we really have no control over. If you look it up in the dictionary, one definition is anxiety is an abnormal and overwhelming sense of apprehension and fear. And you'd think in this nation, as prosperous and powerful as this nation is, that, that we should be the, the least anxious and the least worried about things. And yet you look at the sale of tranquilizers and antidepressants and the number of counselors that we have and psychiatrists and whatnot, you'd think this is probably the most worried, most anxious nation of any nation in the world. But Paul wrote in, in Philippians 4, 6, and this is one of the verses I want to look at. I didn't give these to Garrett ahead of time, so I don't know if he'll get them up on the screen or not. But it says, don't be anxious about anything. Some scriptures say don't worry about anything. But in every situation. How many situations? It says everyone. Not just occasionally or once in a while, but every situation by prayer and petition, along with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Every situation. Like I say, you know, we're aware, most everybody's aware that anxiety and worry just causes all kinds of health problems. You know, heart problems and digestive problems and all kinds of different physical problems. And I think it's because of the fact that God didn't design us to carry those worries and anxieties. He didn't design us to carry that kind of a load. How many have ever ruined something by overloading it, a piece of equipment or maybe your vehicle by trying to pull too heavy a load. Or, You know, I remember burning up a lawnmower one time because I tried to use it for dethatching, you know, where you tear the grass up and make it grow better. I put a special blade on that had these prongs on it, and I thought, oh, that'll work good. I don't have to go to ready rent and pay to rent a dethatching machine. Well, my lawnmower wasn't designed for that, and I burned it up, so it wound up costing me a whole lot more. But it wasn't built for that. And we're not built for the kind of worry and anxiety that the enemy would like to put on us. God didn't design us for that. In fact, Jesus said in Matthew 11, 29 and 30, He said, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I'm humble and gentle at heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden that I give you is light. He didn't say, I'm going to lay a real heavy burden on you. I'm going to burden you down with worries and anxieties and cares of the world so that you feel like you're just under a big load. But he said, my yoke is light. And we find ourselves fighting or or, or burdened down with things that are about to overwhelm us, and I think that's a good sign we're worrying about things that we're not supposed to be worrying about. 
that we're anxious about things that we shouldn't even be anxious about. In Matthew 6, Jesus tells us some things that we're not to worry about. He says, this is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink, enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly Father feeds them. I remember years ago when uh, Wayne Myers was here, the missionary to Mexico, and he was talking, when he's preaching about this sort of thing, and he said, uh, did you read in the paper the other day about all those birds that were falling out of the trees around Yuma? All those dead birds they were finding laying all over, starving to death? He said, no, I didn't read about it either. He said, because God takes care of them. And if he's worried about the birds or concerned about the birds, I don't think God worries, but he's concerned about the birds, then how much more we take care of us? He said, aren't you more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? It can take a lot of years off your life, worry and anxiety, but it can't add anything to it. And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, and yet Solomon, in all his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs. So what does He tell us not to worry about? Basically everything. As far as our provision, He says, you know, don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink. Don't worry about your clothing. Don't worry about those everyday things. And He says, that's what the unbelievers worry about all the time. So when we worry and, and are anxious about all, all those things all the time, it makes us undistinguishable from unbelievers. And I don't know about you, but I think God wants Christians to be different. Not just because of the fact they go to church or because they say thank you Jesus once in a while or whatever, but because they don't worry about those things. They don't get all apprehensive about it. Now, I'm not saying that we don't have to have concerns about those things. You know, I'm not saying we just bury our head in the sand and forget about them, you know, like who was a character in Mad Magazine? Alfred E. Newman said, what, me worry? You know, like he was too ignorant to worry about things. It's not talking about that. But it's realizing that things that we don't have control over, it doesn't do any good to worry about them. And like I say, most of the things that we get all anxious and, ex and stirred up about are things that we can't change anyway. It goes on in, in that same scripture in Matthew 6. He says, we're not to worry about everyday needs. 
If God supplies this, these things to the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, then why do we suppose He won't supply them to us? God wants to meet our needs. And if we would just trust in Him and not, not get all anxious about it. Romans 12, 2 says, Don't be conformed to this world. In other words, don't be constantly worried, preoccupied, thinking about things that, that like say, we don't even have any control over. You know, what's going to happen to me tomorrow? And like I say, most of the things are things that they're off in the future. As I was reading through here and, and looking at these scriptures, I thought about, uh, for some reason, the, the, oh, the proposal that our new president has made about the, raising the, the uh, minimum wage to $15 an hour. And I thought, I'll bet you there's a lot of businessmen that are already in a stew over that, thinking, what am I going to do? How am I going to handle that? Even though it hasn't been passed yet, may not be passed, we don't know. If it is passed, it takes several years to go into effect, and people start worrying ahead of time. What am I going to do? And again, that doesn't mean that we just forget about it. You know, you might pray about it, make plans, whatever. If it happens, but not living in fear and, and worrying. Because first of all, all that worrying is not going to make a bit of difference. You can worry about it all day long. You can lay awake all night long worrying and anxious about it. And it's not going to change a thing. It's going to change you. It's going to make you probably sick. But it's not going to change the fact that those things, those things are going to happen. That's so often, like say, what our worries and concerns about. Things that we don't have any control over. You know, you get called in to see the boss. The boss wants to see you tomorrow. And what happens? First thing, oh, he's going to lay me off. He's going to chew me out. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. And like say, we lay awake all night wondering, what's he going to tell me? What's he going to tell me? Well, maybe he's going to tell you he's going to give you a raise. He just loves the job you've been doing. Say, well, what if he doesn't? What if he tells me I'm laid off? Well, then God's got another plan for you. God's got something else open for you. You know, when, it, when that situation arises, then you take care of it. You deal with it. But you're worrying about it's not going to change it. What's going to happen is going to happen whether you lay awake all night worrying about it or just say, okay, Lord, I'm going to put that in your hand. I trust you. Things are going to go well tomorrow. And if they don't, then you'll work them out for me and just lay down, go to sleep, and forget about it. Now, I know that's difficult to do, but it's something we work on. And that's why, you know, we keep reminding ourselves with the Word of God what God says. His, his promises. 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us that we're to cast those imaginations down. All those wrong imaginations. Imagination's not bad. just depends on what we're imagining. 
And if we're imagining all kinds of bad things, imagine how, you know, we're going to lose our job, how, you know, we're going to, our business is going to go down the hill or down the tubes and how, you know, we're probably going to die of COVID or we're going to, you know, whatever. Those are the kind of imaginations God says we're to cast down. Bring every thought into obedience to the captivity of Christ. That means bring it under His Word. What does He have to say about it? What does He have to say concerning these things? And then following that Scripture, the first one I just read in in Philippians 4, where it talks about not being anxious, and it tells us exactly what we are to think about. In verse 8 of Philippians 4, it says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your minds, your thoughts on what's true, what's honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about those, these things that are excellent and worthy of praise and keep putting into practice all you've learned and received from me, everything you've heard from me and saw me doing. Instead of worrying about things and imagining how, you know, this is going to happen and that's going to happen, start thinking about what God say. God said, I'll supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. He says in Psalm 103, you know, not to forget all of his benefits. And not only does he forgive all of our sins, he heals all of our diseases and crowns us with Goodness and mercy restores our youth like the eagle. Those are things I like to think about instead of all the negative things that can happen. Matthew 6.33 Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and He will give you everything you need. If you put the kingdom of God first, in other words... That God's the first thing you think about when you run into a problem or when you start thinking about a problem. Instead of worrying about it and thinking about what am I going to do, just start praying. God, I know you've got everything under control. I don't, maybe I don't like the situation I'm in. Maybe things don't look too good. But Lord, I just trust you. I know that you're going to work it out. Maybe things look bad right now, but I know that you're going to work them out. You're going to turn things around for good. Pastor Messer used to preach a a message on the and suddenlies of God. How, you know, things are looking bad and things are maybe getting worse, but then and suddenly God appears on the scene. But you know, we don't usually get those and suddenlies until we start trusting in God. Instead of getting all upset and being out of shape, we just say, Lord, I trust you to take care of this. I'll do what I can do. You know, like I say, that doesn't mean that we just ignore things, but we do what we can do. But let God take care of the things that we can't do. He says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. What does it mean to live righteously? To be perfect in everything you do, never make a mistake? No, I just believe it means to do what you know to do. To do what God's told you to do. To do the best 
you know, we're all going to fall short. We're all going to make mistakes. But he says if we just do those two things, put God first in our life, live righteously, he says he'll give us everything we need. I mean, that's, that's a tremendous promise to give everything we need. Now, you notice he said everything you need. He didn't say everything you want. And a lot of times that's what causes a lot of our anxieties and our worries is our, our wanter. Our wanter is a whole lot bigger than our needer. And one of the ways to prevent worry and anxiety, I think, is not to get too much into the wants. I mean, it's all right to want things, but when you start setting your heart on them, that's what I'm talking about, not setting your heart on all these things. But be satisfied with what God's given you. Paul said, I've learned to be content in whatever situation I'm in. You know, whether I'm doing good or not doing so good. Again, it's just because we know God's going to take care of us. 2 Peter 1 5, 1 Peter 1 5 7. I'll get it down in a minute. 1 Peter 5 7 says, Cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Do you really believe that? That God cares about you? Again, sometimes we get to feeling, well, the way things are going, I'm not sure God even cares about me anymore. You know, I haven't done everything I should be doing. You know, sometimes I fail God. Sometimes I'm not as good as I ought to be. I don't know if He even cares about me. The Bible says He cares for us. Whether we do everything perfectly or not. If we just cast our cares upon Him, He'll take care of us. And sometimes that's just what we have to do. Just cast. Just throw our cares on Him. And I've done that literally sometimes. Things that are really bugging me and really I'm struggling with. I'll just write them down on a piece of paper and wad them up and throw them at God. Say, God, there, that's your worry now. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Because there's nothing I can do about it. I've done what I can do. I believe I'm just going to leave it up to you now. So let me just leave you with this question. What's determining the level of your peace in your life? Is it your circumstances? Or is it your faith in God? If it's your circumstances, and you're anxious and concerned about all kinds of things, you're not going to have a whole lot of peace in your life. You know, because even in the best of times, there's all kinds of things to worry about. And I don't know about you, but I don't think these are the best of times right now. Though There's a lot more things that we could be anxious and worry about today if we'll let those things become worries to us. Or we can just turn it over to God and say, God, I don't like the situation that's going on in the world. I don't like the fact that we got to wear masks and that we got to stay apart from our families and we got to do all these things. I don't like the fact, but God, I trust you're going to work something good out of this. And I believe He is. 
I believe when we look back on this in a few years, we're going to see God's hand on it. We may not see His hand on it right now, but I believe someday we're going to look back on this and see what see God did some great things. But it all boils down to a matter of trust. How much do we trust God? How much do we trust His Word? Do we believe what He says? God's desire is that we live in peace no matter what the circumstances. When everything's going good, He wants us to be at peace. When everything's falling apart, He wants us to be at peace. Because He's got a plan for us. None of these things caught God by surprise. He knew they were coming. I'm not saying He causes these bad things, but He knows they're coming. And He just says, trust Me. Cast all your care upon Me because I care for you. Proverbs 4-5. We'll end with that. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him and He will make your path straight. Father, I thank You that You've given us so many promises of how we can trust in You, of how Your desire is to meet our every need, to take care of us, to make our burden light, to make our way straight. So Father, I just pray right now that we would learn to lay our burdens down with You and not take them back up again, not just to take them before You and and talk about them and then pick them back up and continue worrying about them, but Lord, that we would leave them at Your feet. Because we know, Lord, that most of those things that we worry and get anxious about, we can't take care of anyway. We can't handle them. So we just have to leave them with You. As You said, we want to cast them all on You because You care for us. So Father, I just... Again, pray that our hearts would be open to trust in You. To trust in You completely, Father. And we thank You, Lord, that we can trust in You. Thank You, Jesus. Amen. You know, it all starts with putting our trust in Him for our salvation. You know, we're not going to have that kind of trust for Him until we've made Him the Lord of our lives. And so I just encourage you, if you've not done that, you know, just whether you're here today or watching online, just give your heart to Him. Ask Him to come into your life and and show you the way that He has for you. Because He's got a good plan for your life. Amen. Let's stand. Hope that'll help you some. So you can sleep a little better at night, not worry so much. In my early life as a Christian, I spent a lot of sleepless nights worrying about things. But you know, I haven't had a sleepless night in several years, at least not because of worries. So anyway, let's pray for Pastor before we go and uh, just... Pray that you keep him in your prayers.